At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hmm? Ah! Huh. Aloha, everybody. I'm Rima. I'm Jason. And I'm Pake. And this is Strange Indeed, a podcast dedicated to the show Lock and Key. Today we're covering the season two finale cliffhanger, which we were just saying yeah. is kind of sad. I was feeling the same thing, like... Oh, it's time to move on to Cobra Kai and Boba Fett, which I'm really excited about. But that means leaving Lock and Key behind. And it's sad. Yeah. If it was the series finale, it'd be super sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I won't be ready. I I don't know that we've ever covered a show yet where it's been like the series. No, finale I mean, there yet, was so I don't... Legion, but. Oh, shit. Yeah. That doesn't right. really count. Well, I'm just kidding. It, it counts. It, no, it counts. Well, I was thinking on Strange Indeed. Oh, sorry. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, other sorry. than like the the uh, haunting shows and stuff, anything Mike Flanagan does are like all standalone seasons. One and done, yeah. But, but that's still yeah, different, too. Yeah, And you never know yeah. if they're coming back. I mean, I have Ash vs. Evil Dead. It was so sad. I think podcasting oh God, about so it sad. makes it sadder. It's like losing yes. a pet or something, you know? I mean, I felt like that with with, uh, Lost. I felt like I broke up with a girlfriend when that ended. I I was depressed for like two weeks afterwards. Over over Lost. Yeah. Right? (laughs) It felt like I broke up with a girlfriend. It was just like, man, I'm really bummed. (laughs) I cried really hard at the finale. You get so enmeshed with it, you know? Yeah. Like a show like Lost or here where we're podcasting so we're just so into it and then it's just gone. Game of Thrones was like That was like a relationship went bad but you still feel sad. It was a really really nasty breakup. Yeah, it was a horrible nasty breakup and it was glad, you know, it's like, okay, it was a, yeah, like But then you start thinking how good it was when it was But then you remember the good times. Yeah, you remember the good stuff. You don't remember the bad, you only remember the good. Like all of my awesome toxic relationships of days yonder. No, I was really sad about that show though. It was like not just about what happened, but just like it was over. Oh my God, there's never any more such a big uh, any show. more new episodes it was a huge impact in my life i know we were all together at the finale party and i just laid there and just cried <laughs> for probably 15 20 minutes inconsolable um so so yeah cheers was another one for me that i was just pretty floored that was by a big one all of them happy days anyway we're starting off with a huge tangent here 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're definitely going. Sometimes. We're not even. No, it's my fault. I brought it up too. Uh, but but yeah, I don't know. It. I, I won't be ready for the lock and key finale. But luckily, it is just the season. Yep. We're guaranteed um, at least one more. Yeah, we are going to get an, another one, and and I know we talked about it. Uh, I we still don't have a release date. They claim to have already wrapped um, filming yeah. of three. I, so you, they're saying that they're we're going to. No, no. I just I, I'm hearing so many conflicting stories about like mm. where they are in the process of like is it just wrapped filming? Where are they in production? Are they in post and editing and things like that? Kind of you know wrapping up. Uh, you know, all of the work that went into three and then what that means for when it's going to be released in, because we do know we don't have a date, but I, I, I do feel confident in saying that it will be 2022. Yeah. It'll be next year. I think so. so yeah. I'd be which really is, surprised if not. Yeah. So, which that's great because gosh, we yeah. waited so long for, uh, from season one to season two. Yeah. So and I'm look at Stranger Things. How yes. long has it been since that's been on? It feels like freaking forever. It's been like three years or something, almost, right? Yeah, it really has. Like, it, it probably, by the time it comes out, it's probably going to be like a four-year gap between seasons. So that's Kids nuts, are all going to have babies yeah. by that time. Yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer. Uh, what kind of relationship is that? <laughs> it's probably the most long. That, that's the that's yeah. the long distance relationship of TV shows. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my long distance. You see him again, <laughs> and it's like. You look older. Yeah. yeah, you look a little different. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about you now. It's been right. a while. I've been with a lot of other shows since we saw each other last. <laughs> Lock and key. My feelings, is... my feelings have changed a little. I don't know how I feel. No, I love it when it comes back. But it's it's just bring it the fuck on yeah. is what I say. <laughs> But um, what what are your uh, y'all's general thoughts about the finale? Thumbs up, thumbs down. How are you feeling about it? I thought it was pretty good. The first watch, I was a little a little. I felt the showdown with Dodge slash Gabe was pretty exciting, but then maybe a little anticlimactic the way it ended. But kind of got it out of the way really. Quickly. Yeah, there was still like a third mm-hmm. of the episode left. I don't mind that epilogue type things, but um, then the second watch when I didn't have any expectations built up about that, I w- really got into the emotion of the family bonding and stuff and was really moved. Yep. So I, overall, I, I liked it. I feel I do feel a little overall that the Dodge arc is is a little um, underwhelming, but I still like the episode a lot. I would have to agree with that. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Pake? Yeah, I, I agree with that a lot. Uh, I really did enjoy it. I think, yeah, they kind of wrapped it up pretty quick and spent a lot more of the episode on after than I thought they would and kind of, you know, wrapping things up outside of Gabe slash Dodge and then the little bit of tease and setup for season three. Uh, but there's also a lot of finality that I'm interested to see how they're going to write into the next season coming up that I'm sure we'll talk about those things mm-hmm. is some of it's kind mm-hmm. of like, huh, so how does that play into where they go next? And then also as a comic book reader, and we'll talk about this more in comic talk section later, uh, the where they kind of leave things, I'm really interested because I don't know where they go from here. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm curious about that too. I think we talked mm-hmm. about it last week because uh, last week's penultimate episode titled Alpha and Omega was uh, we mentioned the title of and I won't go into any comic you know info, but it yeah. is the title of that last and sixth 
volume of the yeah. comics. So mm-hmm. it's like, um, <laughs> where do we? <laughs> yeah. Are, I mean, I, I think they still have some story to pull from yeah. from the the comics, but it's it's interesting that they kind of and you know ended it there with that last one, and you know they can pull some things, but I feel like now they're almost kind of going you know, out of the comic, a little yeah. bit like what Game mm-hmm. of Thrones did since the book, those books weren't finished by the time the series ended. So I don't know. I'm yeah. Really but the difference is the too. comic really ended with a satisfying ending. And now, yeah, you're right. They could pull some stuff, but it also feels like they're going to try to like, okay, let's see what we can do with this story now. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, and like you said, I think Jason, you made the point last week too, that they do, I believe, still have like guidance and, and like Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez, they're involved, I think, to a point where, you know, they maybe have a little bit of guidance mm-hmm. as to where and what makes sense maybe and how they finally decide to wrap That'd it up. That'd be cool. When, when and they, come. And they all, they all are also always coming out with new comics set at different times with different characters based on the whole lock and key universe. I think they like making up new stories about these keys. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's so many possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of sad that, you know, that the comics only have those six. Uh, I know that they're doing more, um, um, you know, as far as like they're expanding things, but not with the locks, like, um, the, but yeah. not with the locks. Yeah. So yeah, there's so much, you know, um, uh, I think storytelling that's possible mm-hmm. with which I actually haven't read any of those. I need to kind of hunt those They're down. Good. I'm assuming it's kind of like prequel stuff or like mm-hmm. that's a weird way to put it, but like history stuff is pro- is it done kind of through the lens of Tyler and Kinsey or whatever, like looking remember. back through the, the it clock might be or whatever. But I remember there's some miniseries and there's some just one like a one shot with just a single story that you can tell they were just like, oh, what about this? What if we had a key like this? You know, and, uh-huh. you know, That's it's cool. just fun to read. And I want to read Sandman. I never have just because I, I know they just one. did a crossover mm-hmm. with them and I want to check that out. But I'd like to know what's going on in both sides before that crossover. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I can't really add too much to what you guys said uh, because I, I do agree with it. I, I had pretty similar feelings. I thought it was interesting how quickly they tied up some loose ends but then left it open um you know for for season three um like we looks like we've got a new big bad um you know coming into season three um got his introduction and saw him there at the end which i know we'll talk about um so yeah i I liked it i think there were a lot of great things to like about it but um I thought it was good. And I liked the, uh, you know, w- w- was curious about the title of the show, Cliffhanger. I um, feel like in this episode, um, before we start, um, could obviously be the episode itself, kind of ending on that cliffhanger, right, for a finale like most do. They wrapped up some things and left questions and um, openings for the next season. Um, but also the house. It was more of a cliffhanger like that, actually. (laughs) It was less of a cliffhanger story-wise than really. It felt like a ending and then teasing for new stuff, but not really the traditional cliffhanger. But I think last week I was like, yeah, maybe there'll be someone hanging off the edge of that house. I doubt the whole house will hang off the cliff. And then, well, I was wrong. It totally did. (laughs) (laughs) It fell fell right off. (laughs) did. Fell right down. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, I know I'm, I'm really anxious to talk about this episode. Who wants to kick us off this week with their number three? 
I guess I'll go first. Go for it. You guys don't mind? No. Uh, my favorite thing about the episode and probably about the series is the family bonds. I, I feel like this show does that so well. I don't always care about family bonds as much, but it really gets me the way maybe I, I, I think these characters, um, I think the actors really like each other. I think I was watching an interview with the guy who plays Javi and he said, they're all in Canada, right? And they don't mostly come from there. So they're kind of fish out of water. And so they hang out, they go to events together and stuff, or they play games and I think he said, he was like, yeah, you know, they always say a, a, a show is like a family on set, but I've been on shows where it wasn't like that. And basically he was like, the people sucked. He didn't say that in so many words, <laughs> but he's like, this, this was I'm really, really you. like that. Yeah. So and I, maybe that carries over into the way they show up on screen. I don't know. But, uh, so I'll go through different character pairs, Tyler and Nina, you know, at first, when she was trying to give him a hug and console him about Jackie. And he's like, I, you, I know you're trying to be helpful, but you can't understand and, and leaves. And I'm like, come on, just accept her sympathy. I mean, someone died and she's expressing sympathy. That's nice. Even if she doesn't know the mechanics of it or the whatever, context, yeah. but then Kinsey's like, Ty, mom was just trying to be helpful. And he goes, I don't need sympathy. I need to end this. So I think that's really what it was all about. He's like, you don't understand. I want to go kill the guy who did this right now. And that's all I mm-hmm. care about. Um, yeah. but, but then I loved that, you know, at the end he decides he needs time away. He's going to travel over winter break and he's saying goodbye <laughs> and and Dodge is gone, so he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. So he, Nina's giving him this care package, and he says, I was wrong to say you don't understand. I think you understand better than anyone. That was just so nice, you know? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. yes, she's lost people and, and, you know, has felt frustrated and angry about it just like him. So, and, and then he, I like, you know, she says, I love you, and he says, I know, like Han Solo. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, then, but just a couple seconds later, he goes, I love you, mom. And they hug. That was nice. <laughs> was nice. Mm-hmm. And then with Duncan, I think that was actually before with Duncan. He's like, you mind doing me a favor? Can you give me a ride to the bus station? And Duncan's like, I don't think that's going to be necessary. And he gives him the keys to the car. He'd been restoring. Oh, so cool. Oh, I love <laughs> cars. And, that was gorgeous. And I just love that relationship with like Tyler's the older brother to Kinsey and Bodie, but Duncan's kind of like the older brother to Tyler and, and, and the man in his life, he doesn't have a father anymore. So it's just really Mm -hmm. touching to me. I'm going to start crying when I'm talking about this. I know you're going to make me cry all over. I've cried at everything so far that you've mentioned. It's just going to bring it all back. (laughs) It's just really touching to me. And now that Duncan's fully available because he got, you know, used the memory key and he's such a good uncle. Um, then with his brother and sister, he gives all the keys to Kinsey and I don't want to talk about right now him deciding uh, exactly how you called it Rima about not wanting to use the memory key, but he gives the keys to Kinsey and says, it's up to you to protect them now, which was cool. And then he teases Bodhi about not talking to girls in the well house and then picks him up and shakes him around and hugs him and hugs Kinsey. That was really sweet. I mean, they're already all three super tight, so there was like Mm -hmm. no change there but just a reaffirmation and and a sadness because he's about to leave um with ellie she gets you know out of the black 
portal and goes right to her house to find Rufus. She doesn't know he's in Nebraska. And then at the end, after she's used the identity key, drives to Nebraska. And just that moment where Rufus sees her and you could oh, see that God. I don't think he knew she was coming or maybe he did, but he's still like, oh, my God, it's my fucking mom. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I, was, that's tears. the scene that uh, broke me the most. And I just <laughs> sobbing <laughs> like so as good. much as you guys know how like intensely negative I am about the writing and the story that led to that situation of mm-hmm. why Ellie's back out. But yeah. even with all that, I was yeah. able to set that aside and be like, but damn it, if this isn't just the most heart-wrenching but also warming thing I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was easy to for me anyway to forget how we got there, but to, because to see them reunited was just mm-hmm. amazing. I was thinking it was probably smart of her not to bring Lucas along and she'd have to be like, he's changed, I swear. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd make things a little complicated. Um, and then, of course, there's Nina and Bodie, my favorites. Um, and I like that, you know, at first, Kinsey and Tyler are really preoccupied and don't notice really what Nina's going through or the level of it. They just are pretty dismissive, more Tyler than Kinsey, but kind of both. But Bodie, similar to how he was last time, he's really tuned in and he's like, can tell she's in pain and gives her a hug early on. And,. I love that, that he's the one who's tuned in on it and that they're staying consistent with it because he has such heart. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he says, I want to give you a gift, something that I think will make you happy. I think the writers are toying with us here because they're like, all right, he's going to get that memory key. And then he get, brings out the head key and I'm like, what are you doing? And then and then uh, I'm like, okay, I think this is an, about him giving her an experience of magic and then using the memory key so she'll remember it. You know, like, do you want to remember this? Um, but anyway, so they go in and and I love that whole sequence. That it's like this really beautiful antique shop. And first, like the way she's looking at herself, uh, like most people do when they use the head key, it just made me think, like, even if you weren't shocked by seeing a copy of yourself, just seeing yourself at another angle like that, we're not used to that. You know, like, even if yeah. I see a pictures of me sometimes i'm like is that me you just you you know you look weird to yourself but anyway yeah so she goes in and sees this memory of rendell and her uh, in the locket i love that scene even though it was a little corny maybe but it's about her telling him that she's pregnant but she does it by baking these buns and you know bun in the oven and you could tell just by her emotional state there's something more significant about this than just baking. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Oh, bun in the oven. I love that with that that showing without telling. And then the way he shows his approval, at first he seems kind of like, oh my God, I can't deal with this. And he goes, three is a magic number. <laughs> the perfect response. Yeah. Because I was like, oh it's no, Randall, don't be that guy. Right. And he, he was like a good guy. Yeah. yeah. And it's awesome that he was a good guy. But I just love, too, the writing where he's not saying no it's okay i i love the idea he sings a song and it's just Mm -hmm. so much more impactful and clever and emotional to respond that way and get it and then bodie asks if it was a good memory and she says the best and i'm like yeah it was about you (laughs) it was about you so that was really sweet too and then literally tearing up right now just thinking (laughs) and then he says uh i know you're gonna forget all this really soon and i'm like what are you talking about kid and he goes but at least we got to do this together and i'm like fuck you 
And, and I'm like, dude. It's I'm, because he found out he was an accident. That's why, right? Yeah, now right. Come on, <laughs> be a jerk. And then after, you know, it's, I'm like, you're cruel. This is cruel if we don't get to see her use the memory key after all of this. But that's why I think the writers were just like. And then she says, I don't want to forget all this. Do I have to? And then Bodhi looks like he's struggling with the idea. Like, oh, I don't know, mom. And then she goes, uh, and I'm like, use the freaking memory key on her. And then he goes, I won't let you. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Yes, finally. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So that was great. So that'll be interesting to see next season. Tyler will have forgotten and uh, Nina will remember maybe, you know, that looks like where it's going. So it'll be interesting to see if maybe she has different ideas about how to use the keys than we've seen before. Stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But the point of that, though, was just it was touching to me that that Bodhi was so attuned to Nina and, and helped her out. It's really nice. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I, I liked all of that. And it, yeah, it was bringing back all the feels again. Um, <laughs> and even during the second watch, same feelings. Like I still more for the same me. Moment. Still felt yeah, the same. same. It was still impactful, even though I already knew what was going to happen mm-hmm. and what happened and what was, you know, the, I think, the, the exchanges between them. Yeah. I think the first time I was just kind of stuck a little bit in, wait, is it, is the main part over? Well, this feels like an epilogue. And then the second time I'm like, yeah, it's an epilogue. Just chill out. It's fine. And then I was able to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. That's a really nice number three and a great, great way to start start it off tonight. Um, Pete, what about you? What's your number three? Uh, my number three was a part of that. I picked kind of one of those uh, things. Okay. So we'll see if I have any extra notes. But really, it was just kind of Tyler and his, I don't know, arc is the right word, but just what we see through him. I mean, there's a little bit, of course, is at the beginning, you know, how he's distraught by Jackie's death, understandably, mm-hmm. obviously. And he's just ready to kill Dodge once and for all. Like, he's just got that, like, single-minded, you know, like what Jason said, you know, I don't need sympathy. I need to end this. Yeah. And he's just, you know, Tori's even kind of snaps at his mom a little bit, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, because, I mean, he's just on that war path. But then Kenzie's able to kind of calm him down enough to say, I've got an idea, which we get to see play out, which is really cool. And they both play some really important roles in that. But then it's kind of the aftermath, the, the epilogue stuff that I wanted to talk about a lot with him mm-hmm. is, you know, his choices and the things he decides afterwards. Of course, yeah, he's taking off to kind of get some new scenery for a while and he totally needs it, but he t- makes sure to take those times to like apologize to his mom and then have that sweet moment with her, give Kinsey all of the keys and kind of pass this on to them, but also be like, you know, I'm, I'm still here for you. Even if I'm choosing, he reveals he's making that choice not to use the memory key. He mm-hmm. wants to give him this chance at a, a, a you know a normal life, which again, like Jason gave you credit for, I did too in my notes. I was like, Rima freaking called it, and it's it's great. It's great uh, because it really calls back. It, 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 you know, he was trying to convince Jackie. She said no because yeah. I don't want to have to remember the the dark parts or whatever. And now he's in that same position, and the dark part is her death. And yeah. So it's mm-hmm. just really interesting. I didn't like the scene with Jackie, but now I like it a little better because it played out like yeah. this. And, and exactly, then, especially the part that broke me on there where I was crying. I fucking cried like a baby. But yeah, when he's rewatching this video, yeah. uh, the, the video that him Aww. and Jackie made together for her to remember magic. And then now after everything that's happened, he's watching it that one last time. 
and then deletes it so that he'll eventually forget and be able to move on past all of that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my heart right there, right in the heart. Yeah. 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 My first yeah. thought with that was, oh, don't like it reminds me. I, th- I think I talked about it on this podcast or some podcasts where I gave a bunch of letters to a, a girlfriend after we'd broken up. And then I was like, no, I want those back. I want to keep them. And she had thrown them away. And I was like, it was my fault. I was like, ah, oh, idiot. And I kind of thought about something like that. Like, no, you want to have these keepsakes around because it won't hurt as much later. And you might want to come back and remember her. But then I realized, no, it wasn't about Jackie. It was about deciding he wants to forget magic. Yeah. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what they made that video for to help Jackie remember magic before they had the memory key. But mm-hmm. he didn't want that around. So yeah. So that was it was a huge step for him, but yeah, it was it was big. I'm interested to see like going into season 3 what that's like cuz we're supposed to get he's going on this little road trip and then his 18th birthday is supposed to take place over the course of this trip. So when he comes back home, he's aged out, the magic should be gone and I know. I'm kind of freaking out about yeah. that. Like he doesn't want he doesn't want to be there as he's because you know we saw Jackie struggling in that like confused state where one day she right. remembered or maybe even in the morning she remembers in the afternoon she forgets and kind of going that back and forth. We're not really going to have that with with Tyler. He's going to come back and he's just going to be like wiped clean. Yeah, and yeah. He wants to be away from. I think like, that's the point not away from him. his family, but but kind of in a way because those the people in that those surroundings are going to remind him of the magic, mm-hmm. and it's so it's a kind it's of a, just a clean cleaner break. break. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah, but I'm a little bit like do we really want to see him confused like that? We've already seen it and it's kind of frustrating and also uh he uh no, I'm forgetting what I was just about to say. But <laughs> I uh, oh yeah, like the people who don't know are kind of side characters so far. You know, Nina's probably more of a main character, but she still felt shunted off to the side all the time. So will Tyler yeah. be shunted mm-hmm. off to the side? I don't know if I want to see that. Maybe they'll use the memory key on him. I don't know. <laughs> or figure yeah. out some interesting I mean, thing that I'm not thinking of. I mean, something major is going to happen maybe yeah. to where they've got to bring him back in. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, f- I feel he's going to be there in season three. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that he's leaving the show. So I can't imagine, especially now that we know that we've got a new big bad and Maybe he feels like it's safe for him to not use the memory key and just completely forget about magic because they feel the threat is over. You know, they feel like Dodge is is dead. Now, I I feel like they're being a little dismissive of of Eden. Eden. I know. Uh, However, what is she going to (laughs) do? Yeah, she's no threat. I'm like, what? Even before she did what she did, I was like, wait, what? But anyway, I'm sure we'll talk Mm. about that in more detail. But, um, you know, so he probably feels safe in that decision that he can just leave and and forget. Um, But I feel like now with, you know, knowing that I feel this new guy is going to be just as big of a threat, if not maybe more so than what Dodge was. um, Mm -hmm. I I feel like we'll probably have a period of time where they're going to show where Tyler doesn't remember magic and they're going to be, you know, working around it. But... I think eventually they're going to use the memory key on him. I just, I can't see yeah. him not being a part of, of what's going on and what, yeah. what will happen next season. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. And then my last note, just kind of on that was as he's driving off, uh, cause like, I'm the music guy. So, you know, in that GTO totally. that, uh, Duncan gave him, which I did think was super sweet, but yeah, we get the, the song Shrike by Hozier and, God, I love that song so much. It's such a good it's song. A good so I'm like singing along with it as it's going. I'm like, just, and that helps build the emotion. I thought, I thought of you yeah, when I was playing. I was like, not only we get that. Tyler leaving, but then like, yeah, through like the Ellie and Rufus scene 
and they're reunited, mm-hmm. and then like Scott's goodbye party and all of that. It's playing. It just adds to the emotion. There's nothing. Scott's leaving for Rochester. He decides he's going. So again, season three without Scott, what are we doing? Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I don't know. I hope he's not off the show completely mm-hmm. and they do something with him. But maybe they'll do but a yeah, time jump and he'll be like a big film director or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I love that song. So I want to. Like, oh, he's got to touch on the music when something I really like comes out. Comes on. I'm like. Ooh, yeah, good they're good, good with the music choice. on the show. I still go back and listen to that one song that was playing when um, Nina and Josh were getting it on, <laughs> and it was a really. It wasn't like a yeah, get it on kind of song. It was more like soft and yeah, you know, it was heartfelt, soft and sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, I put that in my regular rotation. Nice, that was a good one. The only They've done better with music. The only thing about this, uh, I. I can understand Tyler just wanting to be like, okay, I'm done with all this. It's too much pain. But I also just, my logical brain is like, it's not actually the keys that are causing the pain. It's the demons. (laughs) And sometimes it might be good to have these tools. If another demon thing comes back, just don't use them if you don't like them, but, but whatever it's, it's the story they want to tell. And yeah, so we'll see what happens. I agree. Well, I like that. You guys have some really good number threes. Um, I don't know how I'm going to top that. Um, my, my number three, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Kenzie. And we've um, kind of mentioned uh, that moment. I think you mentioned it, Jason, where she you know, was kind of, kind of stopping Tyler um, and kind of taking charge of the moment. I really like that for Kenzie. I, I fe- think she's grown you know, and I talked about, I think, in season one, how much she had grown from the beginning of the season to the end. Mm-hmm. And then what we saw here in, in season two, how much uh, growth she had done over the summer, and I think has continued that growth. So I really appreciate the show um, for that, because I can sometimes give Kinsey a hard time. Um, but I really liked how she took charge and prevented Tyler from walking out to go after Gabe. You know, he was, you know, understandably completely upset and wanted to rectify the situation and felt like he had to do something. He couldn't it was just clearly like. Like upset. triggered though, like reactive Absolutely. mode, you know, not planning. Not, and, and, yeah, yeah, totally. And I mean, and totally understandable considering, yeah, you know, but, um, but it was, you know, I'm great that, or I, I'm grateful that Kinsey was able to, you know, recognize that like, you cannot just be reactive. You have to, we have, we can't just walk in there. We have to have a plan. We have to yeah, like know die. what we're going to do. And, absolutely. Um, and, and we know that they're not, um, you know, Gabe and the other demons are not, you know, afraid to to kill if they need to. Um, so I really loved how she, you know, stood up um, to Tyler and was the voice of reason. Because I don't, don't say that about Kinsey often, you know. So I was really, really glad to see that this time she was the voice of reason. Um, I really liked the confrontation with her and Gabe when she was confronting him there at that cliff house. Um, I love that she called him out when, you know, she's like, you know, you don't really love me. Um, you just want to control me. And I was like, bingo. Yes. Thank you. You know, because she's like, you, you, you know, you say that you want me to choose, but you're not really giving me a choice. You know, you just want to control me, you know, and, and she's right. He was, you know, totally using co- coercive control, you know, to manipulate her mm-hmm. to get her to do uh, what he wanted. And she called him out on it. And I think that was a, a really great moment. And he said, if um, I didn't love you, you'd already be dead. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> you didn't kill me. A true so romantic, all, really, right? We all just melt when we hear that. Aspire to find the guy that won't murder yeah. you. Yeah, it just it melts me. So, 
Yeah. Uh, and then getting to see Kinsey in action as well. Uh, getting to see the angel key in action was awesome. Yeah. That scene where she uh, plummets uh, to what Gabe thinks is her death. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, just swoosh, out come the angel wings. Oh, my God. I, 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 I still think that I would probably pick the anywhere key if i had to only pick one but i tell you what that, yeah, that angel key holy crap i just uh, want to see I, like sean ashmore just i know he's he didn't play Iceman. wait which one is it that's in this aaron aaron, aaron's aaron. he didn't play Iceman, but just to burst into his Iceman and start <laughs> firing ice at people next to i know angel. i want everyone just to turn into <laughs> to <mutants>. the x-men <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> that would be scott's amazing. like blasting beams from his eyes yes <laughs> I am for that. I would love it if everybody just all of a sudden became an X Men and had mutant powers. Uh, they need to make some more keys and, right. and turn them all into Yeah, mutants. if we then we know what we'd do if we had the keys. I'm going to be Nightcrawler yes. <laughs> somehow. I love it. I love it. Oh, we'll have to do like a segment on that. Or something. What key would you make, and what power would it have? Um, but I thought it was so dope seeing the, the angel wings spread like that. It was such a beautiful moment. The CGI um, panned out pretty good, huh? It was yeah, good. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. It was really good uh, seeing her fly around mm-hmm. in the sky and stuff. It was great. And it was just a beautiful moment. Kinsey's really kind of coming into her own and really growing up and really took charge. Spreading those wings. Um, spreading Spread your wings, wings yes. and fly. Um. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yes, thank you. That's really good. But, um, and then I got to say, but although that moment was really great, oh my God, you know, it's, it's, she must not have a fear of heights. And it's amazing knowing that she does have the fear back in her head, right? So she, we know she's got her fear. And she was just able to just like, bloop, and backwards, not even looking. <laughs> like she didn't look, she just fell. Um, was, I thought, absolutely amazing. Must have been practicing. Being able to do that free fall. Yeah, no, we, we, they skipped she over the montage of her jumping off the roof of Key House to yeah. practice that. <laughs> and I'm glad we didn't, I mean, it, it, one way is like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to see her, like, oh, guys, look what I found, you know, and kind of going to the whole thing of, of this is what it can do and her practicing with it and stuff. But I'm kind of glad we didn't because it definitely made that reveal even more amazing. Um, For me, where, and uh, probably because we're podcasting and, and scrutinizing it, I knew like, okay, she's tricking him into thinking she's going to kill herself, but she's going to fly for some reason. Uh, so that wasn't a surprise. I'll, I bet yeah. you most people Especially casually talked about the angel. Key well, last that, week. It's but like, also, you know, she's like, gonna use it. it's a it bird and it's a harness <laughs> and it's wing. it's a key with wings on it. But, um, but the fact that she sprouted wings kind of caught me by surprise. I thought she would just, turn into a bird or just start flying like Superman or something. So that was pretty majestic. Like, holy shit. Wow. She looks like an angel. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, she looked like an angel. She, it just, it was great. I'm glad it was Kinsey. I'm, I just think it was amazing. And I, I've loved seeing where her character, um, you know, has, has changed and grown. So, and I'm, I was really proud of her. Uh, this episode and decisions. I was like, yes, somebody's making good decisions. <laughs> yeah. Watching this show as a, as a person who's older than the characters in the show, I feel proud of them. Like they're my kids sometimes. Good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I want to be like, good job. I just want like, I feel like Nina sometimes. Like yeah. I just want to hug him and go, I'm so proud of you. Good job. Um, so yeah, but that that's my number three. Um, uh, Jason, what's your number two? Well, I thought I'd go through the whole action sequence at the cliff house. Oh, yeah, let's do. So it starts with where this moment she confronts Gabe and uh, 
I guess the point was to distract Gabe while Tyler, Scott, and Duncan tried to sneak in and get the demon key. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was a little bit like, well, what if not all the minions walked over to see what was going on and they were just guarding it? I guess they were just, I mean, really, that was the plan, but they ended up having a full-blown battle anyway and just defeating them. <laughs> You know, they didn't sneak yeah. the demon key out. They had to fight. And and that and what was cool about the fight is they used all the action keys, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, you know, Kinsey fakes out Gabe and Daniel screams, They're headed to the vault and Gabe says they'll never get there. And then they're out on the deck, right? He says they'll never get there, and then from out of the camera frame he pulls a crown of shadows and puts it on his head, and I'm like where where were you holding that? <laughs> <laughs> it was in his back pocket somehow. Right. <laughs> like, where do you keep that thing? Uh, and then and then uh, she knocks it off with her wing. And uh, yes. yeah, so then uh, Duncan is melting through the metal with his matchstick key, like Qui Gon Jinn in Phantom mm. Menace. Except since it's a key, his hands right next to it, and there's sparks and molten metal. I'm like, you might that might hurt a little bit but okay it's magic get this man a welding glove yeah yeah (laughs) he's got his like welding mask on yeah yeah, so such a cool effect i thought lightsaber so good so yeah absolutely and then uh there was another kind of callback oh the hand solo the i love you i know they're like channeling star wars here um then scott's using the hercules key to fight and tyler stabs daniel you know detective how do you what's Matuka. his name Matuka with Matuka. Mm-hmm. the alpha key killing him which is intense but what it choice is. do you have right um then Gabe you see him go into the elevator and he's using the identity key as the doors close which I thought that was a cool little scene but I thought it meant that he was going to disguise himself and we wouldn't know what he looked like next but he just ended up looking like Dodge so mm-hmm. I guess what do you think about why, why do you think they did that? Had him change his appearance just to get that actress I back to, on screen. I think to, well to <laughs> yeah. get the actress back because she's amazing and she, we haven't seen her like we did in season one. And I think also maybe to help close that door because we met her as as her yeah. female Dodge, and I think that was to help kind of close at least. It was more for the I viewers think, than the story, right? Just yeah. to I wrap it so. up with the villain that we started with. I think so. Yeah. I think it's just to kind of close that chapter, or at least make us think that they're closing and, that chapter. Yeah, right. And I think that th- there's a positive to that, which is the symmetry of it and everything. But also, maybe we'd want to see Gabe get defeated as Gabe, since he's the one that we've come to kind of hate this season. But it was it was cool yeah. to see her back. So um, then Dodge sends her minions after him, and Duncan yells, stop, and they all do. That was probably my least favorite part of the episode, that he can control them because he made the demon key. Come oh, on. It's a little like convenient. That. It's a little convenient. Yeah. It is a little convenient, but it's interesting. And it, it's quite the hitch learning. in Dodge's plan. It's that just never saw another, coming. like, shows you they can make up whatever rule they want. They can make yeah. up rules. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, fine. But then Dodge uses the plant key to destabilize the house. I thought that was really cool. Like, man, that plant key yeah. can be really powerful. And it made me wonder how much control the person has over just how much plants come out and what exactly they do. But it, it looked mm-hmm. cool. It was neat. 
and then the house did <laughs> go off. But then Kinsey goes to use the crown of shadows against Dodge, but the house is shaking and it falls off. And I'm like, man, no one can keep that thing on today. They this need to like get a strap, like a chin <laughs> strap or something. No kidding. <laughs> um, then Dodge uses the chain key on Kinsey, pulling her in and it's choking her and she's like sputtering and he's about to kill her or she's about to kill her. Goodbye, Kinsey. But then that, I was pretty shocked when Tyler stuck the alpha key in Dodge's back Mm-hmm. right there but that moment it was just so quick you know like oh the main villain's gone that's it yeah yeah it was pretty well, quick climactic like you said a little yeah and then but then um you know um like well is that yeah the house collapses into the ocean and kinsey flies up out of the rubble carrying tyler and then lucas emerges from the rubble and um i was just thinking he's like down under the rocks and he's all, let me just use this identity key and then I'll climb out of this rubble <laughs> to change my appearance. But, um, I guess, you know, apparently the echo key, you can't die if you're an echo, even if you're buried in a, in a bunch of rubble, it's, you're pretty much immortal, I guess. Uh, so just to recap the keys, Dodge used the crown of shadows, the identity key, the plant key and the chain key. Kinsey used the angel key and the crown of shadows for a second. Tyler used the alpha key, which they named in this episode. Mm-hmm. Scott used the Hercules key. Duncan used the matchstick key and he got the demon key from the vault. So anyway, it was pretty good brawl. I think it was pretty great. Yeah, I agree. It was so cool to get some action uh, in, in the show, but also mm-hmm. to see the keys in action. So yeah. I was like, use the damn keys. Mm-hmm. And um, it was great to see them all being used in in one way or another, either uh, on the bad side or on the good side. Mm-hmm. Just like that's what it came down to is these magic keys, and thought that was great. Yep, Fun. yep, love it. Uh, okay, Pake, what's your number two? I guess this week I'm just going to be I'm, I'm riding tandem with Jason. Uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, <laughs> just piggybacking him. Uh, because, yeah, it's the Cliffside Showdown. Uh, is So uh, he kind of covered everything. I'm trying to see what I have. If I've got anything else, I still refer to it as the Clubhouse of Evil in my notes. <laughs> just, we still don't really know whose house it is either. Yeah, no. No. Even, yeah, we... I'm guessing I'm assuming, one of his minions. Yeah, one of those guys, yeah. Because there were a couple of adults mixed right. in there with the kids, so I'm guessing yeah. them mm-hmm. makes it easier to use mm-hmm. the house, I guess. Yeah, so let's see, just kind of get going. Kinsey's buying time because the plan, yeah, Tyler, Scott, and Duncan are going to sneak upstairs, which then I was, you know, they would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for that meddling elevator ding. <laughs> uh, because Matuka realizes what's up, tells Gabe they're headed, and they take that. I was like, which I was wondering, how does Tyler know where the demon key vault was or that there's a vault at all? Because he's like, oh, I saw where, where Gabe put it. It's like, no, you saw Gabe take it up the elevator, but that's the extent of what you saw as far as we know. Yeah. That's true. He saw him get on the elevator, but he didn't know what's right. You know, on the other side of it. Yeah. They, yeah. they mentioned, did they mention a vault last week? Maybe they heard they, about he it. He didn't somehow. mention a vault, but he was just like, I know where Gabe took it. And okay. Like, the elevator. That's about all, you know, but, uh, I really, I do feel like, I don't know if this is true, but there, I've mentioned this before, but in lost and in this show, some things are just yada yada. And I wonder if yeah. I can mm-hmm. almost picture Carlton Cuse in the writer's room going, guys, we need to get this 
written, so just don't worry about it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And they head straight to the vault. Wait, how does yeah. he know where the vault is? Because like, he does. Yeah. So I'm claiming the band name Gabe and the Demons. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, Funny. Yeah, they're they're fighting, kicking some possessed evil ass. Uh, which Tyler's like, you mentioned he kills Matuku and some of the other guys. He's just straight up killing people because he is now aware of what this key does. Mm-hmm. And now he's just like, yeah, it's, it, what's got to be done? It's got to be done. Yeah, I, I would assume he thinks there's no bringing them back. So then there's no other choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I think when, when the plant key is used, house, you know, Dodge is bringing the house down, sending demons, Wilhelm screaming out the windows. <laughs> That was a fun little one. I caught that. I was like, ooh, mm. I, I get excited every time I hear a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> ah, yes! Uh, yeah, and then the big final showdown, which does seem pretty quick, but I still really enjoyed it. I yeah, thought it was overall really fun. I will add one thing that's kind of an extra note that I just thought was kind of interesting, me doing a little uh, extra work. Because uh, you were talking about like who the house belonged to and stuff, and it made me think, yeah, I'll throw this in. So kind of in the <clears throat> epilogue, we have uh, Nina on the phone talking about this like charity fundraiser or donations and stuff for the victims and that. And it shows the newspaper on the table for a little bit. I paused and I read the entire newspaper. I read the entire article. I wanted. I was just like, I'm curious, like, what did the props department we'll on this show, yeah, what did we'll they actually the go through? Yeah. And so I read the whole thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing here, but... I did pause on it. I pulled a couple of snippets, some headlines, and then just some interesting thought stuff that was in there. So, of course, the headlines, you know, town mourns victims of cliffside collapse. Confirmed casualties reach nine. Fears mounting over missing. Uh, police still unraveling circumstances leading to, quote, odd gathering. Uh, loss of Detective Matuku, devastating for police. And then within the article, there's stuff, there's references to Matheson's tragic events of the past being somewhat common including the suicide of Joe Ridgway, the drowning of Kim Topher, Jeff Ellis, and Lucas Caravaggio. Uh, it mentions Rendell Locke by name as being one of their friends, and then has a quote from Nina being like, you know, Rendell Locke, who was friends with these people who drowned back then, his then passed away by strange circumstances, and his wife has this quote. So there's a quote from Nina saying, no amount of money can bring back our loved ones, but we want to do everything we can to support our friends and neighbors. No one deserves to suffer this kind of pain alone. And it also mentions Gordy Shaw, which she mentions on the phone, running a donation for the families and pointing out, because he was also friends with the group back with Rendell's friend group, pointing out the familiarities to the drownings in this situation and how weird it is. And that the police are still trying to figure out what led to such an odd grouping of people, of students, faculty, <laughs> and community members being at this house at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so they have a tip line open for anybody who has any reasons as to why this happened. Yeah, the demographics. Yep. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> glad you paused and read because I, I hadn't seen that. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I guess three is the magical number tonight because my number two actually just <laughs> kind of falls in line um, with y'all's too. Um, looking over my notes to not be repetitive uh, as to what you guys said, I did think it was funny, you know, as, so when the demons follow them down, um, downstairs into the vault, I'm assuming it's downstairs. um, 
it, they seem to respect the capacity of the elevator and wait for the next wave. So there's like one group of them that comes down and then like the second group <laughs> follows down. I just thought... Wait, wait, wait. We can't all fit they're, in at the same time. You guys got... Yeah. Like they're, they're demons, but they respect the, the like weight limit and... <laughs> it just felt odd. It just made me giggle when I thought about it. I don't know, just me being weird. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, after all was said and done, how come Duncan didn't recognize Lucas? He recognized Aaron, or seemed he, to recognize, re- or at least after he had the memory key, um, seemed to recognize. He her. did. Well, he goes, "Who's that?" And he said that uh, Tyler said that's Lucas. Yeah, but then he, I think he realized, you know. Yeah. I think once he knew who it was, he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's been a yeah, while. After, but yeah. he didn't like immediately just like, oh. But yeah. a lot of that stuff, well, I was going to say a lot of that stuff was taken out, but he did get the, I the think, it back, so I don't know. I think uh, we <laughs> overestimate how easy it is to recognize someone because personally, I will see an actor in a movie and then see the same actor later and totally forget that I saw them in that movie before. You know, like you just, the con- context really matters. And in this case, the context is so different because this kid was a kid 20 years ago or whatever. So I think it's natural that it would take a second for um, Duncan to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think, I think that was the idea, but I don't know. Maybe. Um, I guess I just expected him to. Um, like if I then- see someone at a coffee shop and I'm like, how the fuck do I know that guy, you know, until I figure out, Oh wait, I went to school with them or whatever. <laughs> Takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that happens. I admit that happens to me too. I'm better. And I'm better with faces and I am names. Like I'll, I'll almost never forget your face, but I might forget your name. So apologies in advance if that ever happens. <laughs> um, but I guess, you know, we were talking a little bit about what that meant with Lucas reappearing. And does that mean that Dodge is really dead? Uh, I, I, guess we we can say we think so but no one i think really stays dead i guess but i don't know i guess that um the alpha key seems pretty definitive in what it does and Mm -hmm. you know it's whatever the writers decide basically but with the rules that they set up (laughs) dodge is gone unless they change the rules you know that's true and i think the idea is to move past this part of the story it feels like that but you, you never know you never know yeah, yeah. It, it does. And it's it's kind of weird to move past that, like said, if it, uh, because that character was, you know, our our main evil that we were fighting for two seasons. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, was, it did feel a little bit anticlimactic when when she finally died um, yeah. when they killed her. But it's fine. I'm, I'm at least glad we got the. And I never remember her name. I can't ever pronounce it. I think I struggle with that. Her, the female character or the female actress that plays her. Um, I'm missing her. I like looking at her. She's gorgeous. Um, I think was a really good act- actress. Um, don't think that I have anything else to add to that. Um, what you guys were already saying. So other than just like all the questions it raises with everyone being dead, which you mentioned, Pake. Um, wonder if they'll talk about it again in season three or not. I don't know. I liked uh, Dodge and Lucas appearing on screen together because Ellie still looked like Dodge. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. You know, it's like, oh, they used to be the same person, but now they're together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a weird moment, but super cool. And Lucas, that's a loose end. Like, 
This is the like, first time go? Lucas has been in control of himself since he died decades yeah. ago. I was wondering what's he going to do now, but the last you saw of him, he reunited with Ellie and you know, I'm sure he feels awful. I mean, we got it confirmed that when you're a demon or when you're possessed by a demon, you're still in there and you can see everything that you're doing. Yeah. So which makes Jackie, the whole Jackie and yeah. Matuku and everything else that much more horrible. Even Eden yeah. and, but, um, yeah. tragic, but you know, they still seem, I mean, remember Ellie was, uh, Ellie succeeded in what, um, Josh was trying to do. Ellie succeeded. She got her lover back and they seem to like each other. So maybe they'll hang out. Well, I don't know if the echo key keeps the person young forever. Probably. I don't know, but I hope he's at least 18. She may grow <laughs> old and have this hot young boyfriend for the rest of her life. <laughs> Sounds like a good life to me. <laughs> Wait, so Ellie's got, she, it, she wins. got the life. Uh, yeah. hey, coming Ellie, up with some ideas Ellie of what wins. we do with those keys. <laughs> Ellie wins. Uh, yeah. Like, well, and I'm, What's the guy from um, Very Tragic from The Crow? J- Brandon Lee. Brandon you go to Lee, you. Yeah. Rima's going to the wellhouse. Brandon Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very nice looking young man. It was very sad. I cried. Yeah, it was, yeah. I cried a lot. Crow's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, Jason, what is your number one? My number one is the public reaction to what happened at the Cliff House. Um, one thing, a Brinker is Javi's buddy, right? And that's yeah. who we saw with Eden at Gabe's dorm room. That's Brinker. I think so. And and uh, they have a picture of Gabe with flowers and candles and cards. And uh, I'm like, I was like, how do? Why do people think Gabe's dead? Because there's no body. And as far as we know, this house, I mean, Gabe lives at the dorm, so that's a little bit of a plot mm, hole to is me. Is he... Yeah. He's missing. Just missing? Yeah. Did they say he's dead? Maybe it's just a missing I, memorial? It looked like a memorial. And, you know, he's like so messed up. I'm like, what's messed up? <laughs> and then he's like, want to go for coffee later? And she's like, that is not happening. All right. You have Even a- if she wasn't an evil demon, like you're going to get turned down. She would have that. said you it exactly the same way. Yeah. You don't, you don't use that as an opportunity to hit on somebody and try right. to get a date. <laughs> but anyway, um, then I, I think the idea though, is that all the minions are gone because, uh, Tyler kind of blows off Eden as not being a threat, you know, ah, she, she she's not a problem, but doesn't mention anything about the minions. I mean, they leave stuff like that out sometimes. Yeah. I so. mean, they, they didn't. They don't know what happened to Javi, and they didn't see him at the house. So they would wouldn't they think? Oh, he's still out there somewhere too. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but I still think the, that they're dead. That they're gone. Yeah, you know, I, I right? I, they I all died so, in the house. It wasn't, I, I think so because they all like fell out as the mm-hmm. uh, house started to tumble forward. Yeah. They all kind of fell through that window and fell down the cliff. So yeah, that I had that article to. Um, Town mourns victims of cliffside collapse. Confirmed casualties reach nine. Fears mounting over missing. And then there was another side article that said loss of Detective Matuku devastating for police. Um, I I did print this whole thing out, but I think you covered the highlights pretty well. <laughs> I just thought the funniest part was where um, 
it was talking about people don't understand why these people were all together because they're yeah. <laughs> different ages and come from mm-hmm. different places and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess I won't read the whole thing. So probably that's not it. the group of people you'd expect to or have reason to hang out. Mm-hmm. In, but know, the, the, the the gist of the article is tragedy, weird that the people are together, and also all these weird things keep happening in Matheson. You know, we're no strangers to tragedy, and it's all related to the demons and the keys. Yep. Unfortunately, it seems tragedy follows those keys. Cool. Good number one. Pake, what is your number one? All right. Mine is Eden. Yeah. What we get of her. Nice. This episode. Uh, She kind of pops in and out throughout this episode. Uh, The first time we see her, she is back in Josh's office, and Josh is fully over his desire to understand and dig into the Black Door and its power. Which is good. I'm glad, you know, he realizes and says, like, you know, Gideon or whatever he has become, you know, was pure evil. And he's saying all this terrible stuff about Gideon, like he was this and this and this. And so why do I even want to continue down this rabbit hole that he dug? But that plants this seed in Eden's head to try to enlist such a force when Josh is refusing to be a part of it anymore. So she has that in mind. Um, She does get her own little spin on the Gabe styled demon theme. When she leaves the office, mm. I heard that. And it played a couple times for this episode. I was like, man, I really love that music. So I did go in and look at the soundtrack. I was like, yep, it's on there too. We get Gabe and we get Eden. And they are a little different, but very similar. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Uh, and then, yeah, I talked about like, Brinker <laughs> making this kind of douche move. I was like, you goof ass. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Uh, Opportunity, man. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, he could be a little smoother about it. Right. <laughs> At least. Yes. <laughs> yes totally. Yeah. And then right after that, you know, she kicks the door down and goes in. She doesn't care about Gabe's death. Obviously, all she wants is the echo key. And yeah. she's she goes in after that. because She's got this plan in motion now. And yeah, I think it's funny that, you know, Kinsey bringing up, you know, Eden's still out there. Ah, she's not a threat. Bad move. Obviously, he's going to stir some shit up as she shows up late at night to the well house. And uses the echo key to summon Captain Frederick Gideon. And then when he shows up, she recognizes the demon that possessed him. It's this, oh, you know, I thought he was just some old Civil War guy, but I didn't know you're the one that possessed him. This is, you know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big time player, obviously. And Yeah, who's this demon dude? Yeah, and, and she wants him to, you know, even with Dodge Dead, she still wants the Omega Key. So I guess she still has this idea that building an army of her own is going to be a fun time. And she's going to enlist... Gideon to help her with that. Of course, he has a very different idea and he doesn't need her. So he, he lets her down <laughs> in a couple of ways. Uh, and I, I well. wonder, right. I wonder if that's the end of Eden or if she'll be back. I mean, maybe she survived being thrown headfirst down a well. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Again, I, don't, I feel like I don't no think one's... so. <laughs> you think I, you never I'm, know, I'm but bummed. yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think bummed. she's dead. I'm, I feel like she's mm-hmm. probably dead because, yeah, she right on her head. So she either cracked yeah. her skull open or broke her neck. And we know that, like, when they're just demons, they're yeah. easier to kill. It's when they're an echo that it's, like, just impossible. Um, and she was just a, a demon. Regular, and that yeah. makes me so sad. She was so much fun to watch. Yeah, if that was the yeah. end of Eden, then I'm, I'm going to miss that actress's portrayal of demon eden because i loved that sass me right. too <laughs> i loved it she was great a great a standout to this. scene stealer uh, 
Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, here's I, I'm a little so it's a little I'm a little unsure about exactly why she did this because she was trying to get the Omega key from Josh and he was saying, No, no, no. I'm all I'm totally over this now, which I feel like if I was the pitch meeting guy on YouTube, I'd be like they'd be like, Well, why is he over it? Oh, because it's the final episode. <laughs> but, he's um, moving on he's got yeah. other things but we um, need him for doing something different in season three but <laughs> yeah the when he's saying you know uh frederick gideon terrorized every citizen in every town on the north shore he murdered innocent people he suspected of being rebels created chaos and fear and eden's like oh that sounds like my kind of guy and so that seemed <laughs> to give her, give her the idea but then um he she says oh my god it's you i totally thought I was just conjuring some old evil soldier dude. Didn't know you possessed him. It seems like she's saying she's surprised because he's possessed at all because she's saying, I thought I was just conjuring some old evil soldier dude, but also that, cause how would she know that he was possessed? She didn't know. Yeah. yeah she didn't point. know he was but, possessed when he died, but yeah. also I didn't know that it was you, like you said, uh, uh, like this alpha demon or something like, you're famous or something, but that yeah. could just be how the actor read it because she said, I didn't know you possessed him and not, I didn't know you possessed him, you know? <laughs> so well, I, I agree. But, um, also she said, she made a point to say to him, she says, here, I give the orders, you know, alluding to that. Him maybe being he, the yeah, boss. He was even said something yeah. about some back in our world, you're who you right. are. But, right, here, but here, I yeah. get the orders. But, so, but then she goes, um, "The portal opened for you once before. I need you to open it again." So that made mm-hmm. me think, okay, this is actually the reason why she's doing this. Mm-hmm. Because, but I don't remember her hearing from Josh. Maybe she didn't. I missed it. That, but we know that. Frederick Gideon was able to open the door before he was ever possessed. And that's what she wants to open the door. She was trying to get the Omega key. So I think the main reason she's trying to get him is to open that damn door. Yeah, I think so. Everybody wants to open the damn door. Yeah. But the I think door she must've got it from talking with Josh somewhere. We know they spent some yeah. time together. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't matter anyway. Cause she, I think she's dead. I think she's dead. <laughs> that was really sad. Yeah. RIP Eden. <sighs> so bummed. Who knows? Well, we trade great. her off for more Kevin Durant in season three, then I guess it's okay. I guess. I, I'm thrilled that <laughs> he's going to be our new big bad. I love watching this mm-hmm. guy on screen. I think he, he plays a bad guy to perfection. He's a such a big guy, too. Such a, a tall, overbearing uh, kind of presence. And uh, I think he's going to be fantastic. So I'm, I'm excited to have him, I have found, him on. I found myself not that excited and i'm totally open and hopeful that that will be squashed next season but it, it felt like they were just like all right what are we going to do to top it let's have a meaner villain and i'm hoping they'll surprise us by making i mean you do wonder what is this guy from history going to do but maybe the demon will understand modern times i don't know um and, and up to now we've had evil demons paired with and influenced by teens innocent good people and eden too but you know (laughs) but next season we're gonna have this uh well the demon is clearly notable like even back home one of the top demons or something paired with a violent murderous human Mm -hmm. so 
I don't know though. I, I, I I'm just not like raring to go. Oh, I can't wait to see what this guy does. I'm just sort of like, yeah, I hope it's good. <laughs> I'm just hoping that with him being um, a, a, or at least the man, not the demon, uh, being this revolu- revolutionary war figure and having a history with the locks, that we'll get more history mm-hmm. from the from the locks. Like getting more of that. We got a, a peek into it this season, but I want more of that history. I'd like to see some time travel, family. even. That would be cool. Like that. That's what or I'm complete. kind of looking forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to him because I think I really find him fascinating as an actor and think he does great. So I'm curious to see what he does, but also like because there's history involved, I want to get more into the history of the Locke family. A lot of the, the Locks that we don't and know or haven't met yet. The only thing that makes me have a sliver of doubt or curiosity that Josh, that his cards are all out on the table now which I kind of think they are that we know what's up with Josh and it's all been laid out. No more mystery left, but the main villain next season appears to, uh, that's his ancestor, right? His, I believe yeah. it was his ancestor. Is what yeah. They were or his, saying. uh, is that what you call it? Yeah. Ancestor. So maybe that means that there's more to be revealed with Josh, or at least that will involve him somehow, you know? I bet he'll be involved um, in somehow like mm-hmm. fighting against him or stopping him or something, and he'll he'll have some little ping of knowledge because he's such a history nerd yeah. and has read all the diaries and journals that he'll know something that can like be his weakness or something. He <laughs> yeah. might be imperative or, to. Yeah. What's the English soldier's kryptonite, Josh? <laughs> Tell us. Modern times. Yeah, no, I say it could be a complete they'll take a full yeah yeah, left left field it'll become just a fish out of water style comedy he was like yeah i sent an electronic mail through my cellular device now hurry up and order our drive our ride share so we can go to the fast food establishment Um. (laughs) i could see it going that way yep it's so different that i i don't know it just it seems a little bit too much of a stereotypical let's do meaner and bigger and badder but what would you have preferred i i I don't know i almost feel like because it it, in a lot of ways this is where the comic wrapped that i almost feel like maybe it should have wrapped but i don't want there to be not as much lock and key so um or no more lock and key left so i don't know i mean let's see what they do i just i'm just saying what my feeling is like mm-hmm. i'm not like you know with a lot of shows i'll be like oh man i wish it hadn't ended i can't wait to see what's gonna happen next but when it was revealed that he's the big bad i'm just sort of like all right hope it's good <laughs> <laughs> me too <coughs> me too um pink was that was that your number one? Were we on yours? Sorry, I totally yes, lost track. Yes. I got caught up in our conversation and I lost track. Okay, cool. Well, my number one was also just R.I.P. Eden. I just, again, I'll say it again because it can't be said enough for me anyway. I thought she was such a great character. So much fun to watch. Great one-liners. Um, certainly provided me some entertainment throughout the season. So I feel she's probably dead unless they decide to magically resurrect her somehow. Um what I thought was interesting, though, okay, so Gideon now has the Anywhere key. Um, that sucks. Um, and he he didn't know Gideon, the demon, whom, however you want to refer to him, doesn't seem to be aware of the Echo Key's existence because it now, uh, I believe, uh, lies at the bottom of the well with Eden. Um, Did she set it down? 
like on the lip of the well or something or am i just making that up but it, either get, way, yeah, it's in, it's in the well. I really want the kids to get a hold of it because I want them to well, bring Rendell back to life. Yeah. But if it's well, that's an interesting thing because Gideon is not going to know anything about the keys because he was killed before Benjamin Locke made the first key. Right. But he had and enough foresight or intelligence to pull that anywhere key out. So yeah. he did. He must he did. Have, yeah. But from from what I'm from what I think I saw is that she still had the echo key and it lies at the bottom of the well with her mm. and her body, which means the well house is now open and anyone can walk in, say a name and trigger that magic of making an echo. That's not great. I'm not Do sure they get desperate enough works. to have to call Eden or that, Gabe back to fight Gideon? <laughs> well, I think it is how it works because Maybe. otherwise the well house is locked and you can only unlock it with the well key. If that door is wide open. I just don't know if... Maybe you have to use it on the lock each time you say a new name. Well, Ellie, when she used it, she didn't use it when she unlocked the door. She walked up, I think, to the well and said Lucas's name. Eden said Gideon's name as she was turning the echo key. Yeah, I'm just saying maybe you have to. You can only say one name each time you unlock the door. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think they've spelled it out clearly. I just feel like right. my belief is it's wide open. Like the door's open, which means anyone can just walk in and say, it's a name, Elvis and it's Presley. Create. And don't yeah. be. And Cody, Cody walks. In, Cody walks in there just as they're talking. He's like, I learned all the presidents in order. George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh we learned about Hitler today. <laughs> no, shut up! God. Oh no! It's going in a weird place. Uh, but then, yeah, we, we've already talked about Gideon. You know, curious is to you know, and it may not matter. Uh, I guess they're just establishing that he seems to be either a powerful, famous, popular, or someone type demon uh, from their demon world. And I think they were alluding to that he was some kind of leader, given that Eden specifically said, you know, here I give the orders. You know. Um, that I brought you here and I give the orders. Um, so it'd be interesting if, if we get any insight into to who he is. And I'm just excited in, in general to kind of see where it goes. I was kind of sad to see the other storyline and Dodge um, storyline wrap up so quickly, but um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see where it goes. I guess that's why on um, first watch, I wasn't as thrilled with this episode because I was, I thought the Dodge ending was a little anticlimactic and I wasn't that excited about the next villain, but, but I'm not like, not excited i'm not like oh this is gonna be horrible i'm just like all right hopefully it'll be good but but then when i went back and watched a second time all the family bonding stuff really got me totally. and the battle was cool battle was cool it was good to see the magical keys in action the, there was a lot of heart i loved yeah. all those family scenes cried both times <laughs> watching it for sure loved all those moments um and I, you know i think you know, by by having that whole epilogue moment, it was definitely um, kind of going back to the heart of the show. It's the family. It's the kids. It's the Locke family and seeing how they, um, you know, surround each other in these times. And it's sad the decision Tyler decided to make. Uh, I'm curious how they're going to handle that. I'm, I'm confident even though we didn't see it, we didn't see Bodhi do it. We saw him pull the memory key out. So I feel like he is going to use the memory key on her. So I'm assuming going into season three, she's going to know and uh if not magic, i'm not watching the but, show anymore i'll be too pissed okay, okay. <laughs> well I'm, I'm pretty confident that that's where we're going because yeah. she, she made the decision but i it'll be interesting to see 
Um, I know we, well, I'll speak for myself, really. I was kind of aggravated that they hadn't used it on her a little bit sooner because seeing how psychologically uh, it was affecting her because she really felt like she was kind of losing it. Like she knew the kids were keeping things from her and she was confused and she was upset. She could feel them pulling away from her. And I'm like, would you just use it on her already? But I think at the same time, I'm curious what her reaction would have been as they're running off. Uh, all the time to go lay these demon traps and to, you know, use themselves as bait and like, oh, let's go start a fight with demons and get this key back. You know, if as their mom, you know, if she knows that they're doing this, would she have tried to have stopped them? Like, no, you're I'm not letting you go do this. Probably you know, she would have gonna... been smart and tried to stop them. Yeah. Right, get some right, authority right. involved or so, something. <laughs> exactly. So it'll be interesting to see going into season three because they looks like they've still got some fighting to do. How is that going to play a part where she's going to know and understand? I forgot. I forgot to pay attention for this the second time. But first time I thought maybe was there something about the, the door is now closed or something? Or no? Am I just making that up? Like, did we see, or or maybe that was last week? Did the whole cave collapse in on the door? Oh, the black door. Yeah, when Ellie came out, she turned around and shut it before she left. She shut. But it, I mean, but she had to. Have is it out inaccessible? Somehow. Is I, what I meant. Or is it still there? You could go in the sea cave and get to it. I mean, she. I don't know. Well, okay. Bodhi For some reason, made I made up opening. in my head that like the whole cave collapsed down around it, and now they can't get to the door. But that's not right, is it? I don't think it's completely no. inaccessible because Ellie had to Bodhi get out cleared somehow. a passage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she got okay. out somehow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she had to get why. out. Maybe I dreamed that. It's weird. Well, they didn't make it clear at all. It was very, very yeah. dark, and you couldn't really see what was happening behind Josh. You just saw what happened ahead of him when it collapsed. But for some reason, I thought after she got out that it was something happened and you couldn't get to it anymore, and it wasn't part of the story anymore. No, but I, I don't, don't think, think that's so. true. It think just so. showed her closing the door, and that was all that we saw. Okay. From the caves. Cool, cool. Um, how about notes, Jason? Do you have any notes? Yeah, um, I liked the scene with Josh and Nina that he kind of expressed, you know, invited her to dinner, and she was happy that he said he got over his wife, which again feels like the pitch meeting guy would say, Oh, it's the final episode of the series, but, um, or season. But, um, anyway, that she seemed genuinely happy about that, but said, I need some time, you know, with everything that's been going, I just, I'm disconnected from my kids. I'm in an in-between place. And then he said, take as much time as you need. I'm not going anywhere. And she said, she's glad it was just in that kind of felt like a reset of the relationship. Like, Hey, we yeah. just went through this shaky time. Let's take a step back and maybe see if this, or, or, you know, we need to just take a step back for the moment, but they clearly still have an yeah. affection for each like other. That. Yeah. Uh, the opening showed the angel key with its wings flapping. I finally paid attention to that in this last episode. <laughs> Only in the last episode, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I thought it was interesting to see these season one characters that we haven't, really seen much or at all like uh dodge ellie lucas and rufus just to kind of tie it back to season one and give us a feeling of how season one was that was cool and then yeah scott well you already mentioned that but i guess scott decided to go ahead and go to school so i wonder what that means for next season i mean i joked about doing a time jump but 
I don't think they will do that because they film these back to back and we kind of thought maybe that was because Bodie's a growing boy and they don't want him to look like a burly man with a <laughs> five o'clock shadow. <laughs> so who knows? But I, I'd like to see Scott around still. Yeah. Yeah, Scott was a really good character. That's awesome. it. Any, okay. Mm-hmm. Pake, what about you? Any notes? Uh, let's see. Um, let's see what I've got that hasn't been touched on. Uh, again, <laughs> first one first, get it out the way. My griping and complaining still about the whole Ellie door thing. Because <laughs> um, I was like, unless it comes back in season three, then I think the whole her coming through the door was still really pointless. Like, I was like, it was nice to see her reunion with Rufus. It was touching and I definitely cried. Um, and then her and Lucas having that moment was was cool. But like overall, I, I don't think it makes up for her just, you know, the, you know, it was like, were they trying to make up for, oh, yeah, we, we threw her through the door and the kids practically killed Ellie and, you know, sort of make people happy. Like, oh, yay, she's back. Something to be happy about. And I just hope there's payoff. Yeah. Like, maybe I just can't accept a happy ending for people. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know. I want to accept a happy ending, but I think it's when the re- really lazy kind of stupid writing is how you got to that happy yeah. ending. It, it, it hang, it's true. a hang up for me. Yeah. We want to at least have a path like, okay, we're curious about this other dimension. Can you tell us what happened in there? Or right. <laughs> something? Exactly. Uh, it kind of reminds me. I want them me, to tap into her brain for sure. Yeah. It reminds me of, and I'm fuzzy on the details cause it's been so long, but the whole frozen donkey wheel in lost. Do you remember that? I do. And it was like, what? How does that work? And it's Carlton Cuse doing his yada, yada, yada. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not, though. I mean, I I hope there's a lot more of Ellie in season three. Me too. And they didn't want to bring her back for a happy ending and then we never see her again. No, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying more of the mechanics of why did she pop out when whatever. (laughs) Um, Just a little note, I guess. Yeah. Nina brings Matuku home to the house because he needs to borrow a drill quote unquote <laughs> uh and it's just to prove how easy it is to get to nina to the kids and pushing mm-hmm. that threat a little bit more right. to them and to check whether she is, changed her mind yeah and then it's like well then i have to come back tomorrow to return the drill and kill your mom if you didn't yeah accept the i'll offer. return the drill by stabbing it into your head right uh let's see yeah tyler and nina with what he said you know you can't understand which absolutely she understands the feeling of losing someone like that. I mean, the kid's father, Rendell. But, I mean, he's more referring to the situation of how Jackie died and the magic of all of it. Which, he's right. She can't understand. Like, literally. <laughs> like there's yeah. a magical boundary that keeps her from understanding it. And that only makes it that much more hurtful to her, though. Uh, he may uh, pr- be specifically just also just saying, I know who killed her and I'm and I want to go kill him right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dodge coming back, or Ellie coming back to the house looking like Dodge. And I was like, man, wouldn't that be something unfortunate? Ellie's crawled out of the black door somehow, yeah. walked all the way to Key House, and then she gets stabbed by a 10 year old with a sword. <laughs> uh- <laughs> That'd be like the Twilight Zone. But right? I was like, come on, Bodie, remember, like, she's still in the same outfit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, luckily through that key test, Bodie realizes Ellie really is Ellie. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, yeah, we talked about Lucas coming back as an echo finally free from the possession of dodge he returns all the keys to the locks well all the ones that he had because the echo key was still at gabe's place where 
uh, Eden goes to get it, and then Eden still has the Anywhere key. And I think that's really all. And then the Echo. Yeah, so Eden has the Echo in Anywhere, but I think everything else is back in the possession of the locks now, right? Well, Gideon has the Anywhere key, and I think yeah. the well, yeah. Echo key Gideon went down, down the bottom of the wall with Eden, I think. We presume, like, when... Um who yeah lucas gave lucas the keys gave over keys. it was mm-hmm. probably the music box key and the plant key and the chain yeah. key yeah all the they, ones they had presumed to yes yeah and let's see if i have anything else that we haven't talked about uh yeah just the joke i have about it was it a good memory oh yeah it was all about how i made a killer visual pun because you're an accident i mean the best <laughs> uh <laughs> 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 Poor booty. Uh, what if she was like me? <laughs> right, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, and then again with Nina. Now we're having this. You know, Bodie's holding up the memory key and says he won't let her forget. And that's going to be a whole new world of terror and excitement for Nina. But I think it's good for her mental stability that she won't be feeling left out and off kilter forever and ever anymore so i think it was starting to do some like permanent damage to her psyche um honestly so i'm i'm glad yep and then yeah i think that's all that i had that we haven't talked about other than comic stuff later on yeah definitely gonna get to that um i'm interested to see if next season we'll get any kind of interaction uh, or if Nina will find out that Sam Lesser is haunting the property and how she'll feel mm, about that, knowing cool. that, you know, um, we'll see if, you know, we get anything like that. Cause I think that would be cool um, mm-hmm. and interesting. See how she reacts to that. And if she, and she's like, you get out of here. And he's him. like, I can't leave the grounds. I, yeah, I can't. I'm stuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be interesting. I hope, I hope that we get that. Uh, maybe that's a little bit more of a hope than a note um, for next season. Uh, I am kind of excited about Gideon. I think because he, uh, he's just brute strength. He's not like Dodge played the long game, you know, and, and he's just like, nope, ain't got time for you. He has no patience. Like he got rid of Eden right away. And, you know, I, I think he's going to be a little bit more of a threat. So I think, I think it'll be interesting in my opinion. Um, I'm excited that we've got like more people. It seems that know about the keys and know about magic. We got Duncan in their corner who has proved to be an asset um, to the family and obviously knowing magic and can help with anything magical that comes up. Nina, I believe is, you know, going to have the memory key used on her. So she's going to be an asset and know. And like you said, Jason might have some new ideas or, or something, um, you know, on how to use the keys. Um, And Ellie's back. Ellie, who was one of the original, uh, keepers of the keys uh, and all of her knowledge, plus any knowledge that she might have about uh, being in the that demon world. Could, will, will she have a nugget of information mm-hmm. that could be used against uh, Gideon? Like, you know, will she know anything about that or who that demon is? Will she be able to provide something that could help? Or is she him? a demon? <laughs> uh, well, well, she proved she wasn't. Oh, she Bodhi. took it. She took. She took. took you're right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Um. So and then we talk and Lucas. About... They have Lucas. And yeah, they Lucas, have yeah. Lucas. They have yeah, an, ec- is... an immortal echo on their side of <laughs> shit goes downhill again. Well, and I'm <laughs> curious though about because I was trying to read up exactly what is an echo, and I mean, what does an echo really know? I... That's so poetic. 
<laughs> what does an echo know? It's my favorite and Robert Frost. And the oh, rhyme no. for that, the rhyme, the next line would be, "What does an echo know?" Because <laughs> it's an echo. Um, would you want to be an echo? That would be like if if these keys were real, you'd think, and and they become more people knew about them, you'd think there might be some people who'd be like, "I want to die, and you bring you back, because then I'll be immortal." And they'd be like killing themselves. And then you'd be immortal and you'd like live on earth until the sun swallowed it up and then you'd just be floating out in space. I mean, the way it's eternity. explained. Like, oh, crap. An echo this isn't is really like bringing the actual person <laughs> back to life. It's like the memory of someone who has passed and it's in their human form. And, um, but they still have all of the personality and memories and everything. Okay, because I finally finished all of the the comics, so nice. I could I could I could throw some of that echo information in there in a little while if that helps. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, but it's and I think that well, and isn't uh, an echo also just like a representation of who that person was when they passed, or how the person at least who summons them views them. It's like their interpretation of that person and how they view that person. So it may um, not be like a hundred percent accurate picture. Yeah, without going into it too much right now, I can expand on examples later. But okay. based on the well, comics, we can, talk, we can talk about it in comics. It's that stuff. person. We'll, but <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I guess I just. It seems. Yeah, like but just, they haven't spelled reason, it out for the show because it might be different on the show. So yeah, I'm not yeah. Sure. I think I just struggle a little bit with. Um, what that means exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Any other notes? Okay. Uh, I did not pull any news as I was looking for news. Now that I've watched the, the finale, a lot of it was just explaining what happened, which we pretty much, they didn't really talk about anything that we didn't talk about. They're not revealing, you know, anything that we like any, any type of information that was mm-hmm. like some light bulb moment, like, Oh, that's what that meant. They're pretty much saying the exact same thing. They're not really giving us a whole lot because obviously there's another season to, mm-hmm. um, to go. Um, and as we talked about in, in the top, the, the one thing that I will just kind of, um, mention is they haven't yet. Netflix has an announcement. Season three will begin streaming. Um, but we do know that it's already been shot, which means the release date likely isn't too far away. There was a 20 month gap between the first two seasons. And of course um, there were, we know that there were some production delays that came from the pandemic, just like it affected everyone. Um, according to um, sources, filming for season two wrapped in April with the premiere date following around six months later. If the show continues to follow that schedule, um, we can maybe expect season three to premiere in early 2022. I would guess it'll be in a year, but who knows? Yeah. I don't know. We'll report back, of course, when we know. And when we hear something, I always um, kind of post things like that when we find them out. So that's all that I had for news. Um, we did get some listener feedback, so I'm anxious to see what our listeners thought about the, the finale episode. Um, Jason, you want to take the first one? Yeah, Dawn Elizabeth says, I thought this was an outstanding episode, and what a lot of feels. I shed so many tears. Yeah, me too. For almost everyone, for happiness, for sadness, Eden is so horrible. And once again, I say kudos to the actress. She's so terrific. Although I did not see her ending up being tossed into the well by Gideon. And those sound effects, Gabe, 
Oh, and those sound effects. Gabe seemed especially chilling to me when ordering all the locks killed except for Kinsey. I love the angel key, and I thought those effects were done really well. I would love to be able to fly. I know. As opposed to the outside shots of the demon lair falling over the cliff, not so great, but I love that nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, I kind, of, I kind of agree with that too. So Duncan it's can... like a very je- jiggly, like jello yeah. ball sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Duncan can control the demons? Hmm. I really choked up when Bodhi and Ellie were reunited, as well as when Ellie returned to Rufus. I need to admit what a dunce I am here in regard to Ellie's return. I was so thrilled to see Dodge at the end of the last episode that I totally missed the fact that it was actually Ellie escaping from the black door. Okay, I am a dunce. I thought it was Dodge at first, too, but I had to think about it a little bit. It took me a minute, too, so yeah. <laughs> Takes a bow. It's very sad that Tyler is leaving to go live a normal life, but I don't think we should say goodbye to him just yet. Yeah, I mean, he he's actually just going on a trip. He's, he's planning to come back, but he'll yeah. just be ignorant to magic when he gets back. I love that Nina will now remember magic. Bodhi is a good son. I loved being in Nina's head. What a beautiful space. Yeah, I would go to that shop. (laughs) And it looks like we will be seeing more of Kevin Durant next season. No hardship there. He's great. Thank you, all of you, for doing this podcast. It's been so much fun, and I look forward to what's next. Hugs to all of you. Aw. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Don. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. This one comes from Lindsay Schlitt. Awesome, as always. She says, this finale was a bit strange to me. To have all the action and resolution in the first 24 minutes, followed by 30 minutes of closure, and tying up loose loose ends felt a bit off. It really felt like they weren't sure we were getting a third season or were trying to make this a possible finale. That being said, I still enjoyed every moment of it. Almost. Lots of sappy feel-good moments, but I loved them all. (laughs) Ellie's return and reunion with Rufus, Scott's going away party, and best of all, of course, was Nina and Bodhi's trip into her memories. I really hope Bodhi is really going to use the memory key and that she can be much more involved next season. I do have one major complaint, the end. I'm pretty disappointed in our new villain. I know the actor means something to you guys, but I have no idea who he is, and his acting in this show has been bizarre to me. I'm not excited he will be our villain next season, and I'm even more unhappy that we have to seem, we have seemed to have lost Eden. I would have much preferred Eden to be our villain, not this random new guy. All in all, really love this season, and even more, your guys' coverage of it, you guys really rock this one. And you know me, I always have to ask, where to next? <laughs> I totally feel you on all that. I wish if Eden was the villain, I'd be much happier at this that point. Be, I'm hoping to be wrong. I, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would be totally down with that, too, is Eden like finding some way to actually get her demon army. Yeah. And she would have different goals than Gabe, I guess, maybe. <laughs> It'd be cool if she wasn't really dead and she comes back and actually helps the locks this time. Like she's been betrayed twice by two different demons. <laughs> and if she's like, fuck all y'all. I'm, I'm helping the humans. I'm siding with, yeah. with the good guys. <laughs> yeah. It feels like they need to change something up to make the story fresh. You know, if it's just bad demon guy attacking humans again, I don't know. There's got to be some new wrinkle to it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it will be. It, it's it, it, like you said, it's kind of a, a played out kind of trope we've seen yeah. before. Bigger and better. Make it interesting, but more of the same. Yeah, but I, 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 I do enjoy the actor myself personally. Yeah. Um, I liked him so on Lost just because he seems so scary, you know. Yeah. And intimidating. He's good at playing that smarmy. I never thought he was a great actor. (laughs) Did you ever watch The Strain? No. He was really good. Really? Okay. Okay. Really good. 
All right. Thank you, Lindsay. Appreciate um, you so much. And uh, I, I don't know what's next. We're just going to keep covering Dexter for the moment. Oh, you don't know? You don't know? <laughs> no? no, I don't oh. know. <laughs> are we going to, we, we had that kind of, are we, did we do Midnight Mass or you? So you. we circle back around and go into you? I mean, we can. I still yeah. have to binge watch I, the first two seasons. I you still got to get caught oh, up. I wonder what you <laughs> think of that. <laughs> yeah, you might you might watch those first two seasons and be like, yeah. um, can we talk? Because... Yeah, you might. This guy is like kind of a Dextery show, but this guy's it is it's kind despicable. of Dextery, but it's lighter. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. We'll, we'll I, I want to watch it. I want to watch season three. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It's been out for quite some time. Season three on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched it. I'm, I'm it was in the top ten for myself. a while, so I think it was well received. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Joe. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. The actor doesn't even like that. He's like, he, he tells people, like, you, you, you like know him? that this guy is not a good person, right? <laughs> I love that. I love that Penn Badgley's yeah. like, what is it? Why? I don't yeah. understand. I don't know I much about the show. Like, don't, don't praise this yeah. guy. But I do love me some Victoria Pedretti. I know she's in it. Yeah. So there's always she's that. in it. She's great. And she is a gem. She's she plays a, gem. a much different type love of character. Love her. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> yep, I'll disagree. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um, th- thanks, Lindsay. Stay tuned. Everyone stay tuned. Um, hopefully we'll have an announcement soon. Uh, we did get an email this week from our good friend Daphne and Paik's uh, co-host on Run For Your Lives. Um, she said, hey, Rima and Paik, I wanted to send <clears> the feedback <throat> for the final and Jason. Go on. <laughs> I wanted to send this is just back. for us, not you. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, right. Excuse me for a moment. You need to, <laughs> you need to leave, leave the room for a moment, please. Yes, just for us. Um, <laughs> she says, given everything that happened to Tyler, it's not too surprising that he would choose to forget the keys and magic when turning 18, especially when it seems like they found a way to reverse this if needed. Might give him some peace, and I think Bodie and Kinsey are capable of uh, keeping the keep or being the keepers of the keys for now. Uh, seeing Ellie reunited first with Lucas and then Rufus was an emotional experience. Hopefully this means that Bodie and Rufus will be back as a dynamic duo next season, although with Jamie joining them to be a formidable trio. I was also happy that Nina turned Josh down and instead decided to focus on herself. Yeah, me too. And of course, hashtag bye-bye Aaron, I'm guessing supposed to be eden or no not aaron she's, eden she means eden yeah yes eden bye bye eden yeah that was sad overall i really enjoyed the season and i'm excited for a season three that could include the amazing kevin duran uh kimmy from lost and vasily fett from the strain uh thanks for your amazing coverage of the series i always love hearing your insight thanks stephanie Thank you. appreciate you too um Really great feedback. Um, we also got a couple of voice messages. First one we have is from our friend Megan. Curious to see what she says. She said that she had a really, really long message for us, but then edited uh, edited it down for time. So edited it down to, to thirty minutes. She- <laughs> I think she said originally it was seven and I was like, um <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say. I don't know if that will make it. She she managed to um edit that down a little bit. So thanks Megan. Let's see what she says. 
Hi guys, this is Megan Lehman again. I'm watching season two, episode 10, Cliffhanger. Great, thanks. It's going to be a cliffhanger. Oh wait, no, it's the house that's going to fall off the cliff. Holy crap. I'm 15 minutes in and I paused because I just have to say this episode is insane. Everything is happening super fast. It's like an action movie. I love it. The reveal of the, the, like the flying key was amazing. Kinsey snatching that crown right off of Gabe reminded me of a seagull stealing a French fry at the beach. So Duncan can control the demon army. So what if he had just told the demon inside Jackie to like sit down in a corner and be quiet and go to sleep and let Jackie take over? Could she have been saved? Oh, gosh, that's heartbreaking to think. Holy crap, that was an awful fast ending for Gabe Dodge. And I hope that they show us that they grabbed everything that was in there before it went into the drink because I don't want anybody else ever finding that crown of thorns, shadows, whatever the heck it is, or any of those other keys again that they were playing with right when the whole brig went down. And I agree with Uncle Duncan. Holy shit, yes. Kinsey flying around is amazing. Of all the keys, that might be the one I want the most. The other one would have been the Anywhere key. But you know what? The any- You can get almost anywhere by flying if you, like, I guess if you don't get tired. Oh, no, you can stick stuff in your head, too, and learn everything there is to know in the whole world. Hmm, I don't know. Okay, those are the top three keys. They're amazing. But flying is like a lifelong dream of mine. That is too cool. Oh, my God, it's Lucas. And Lucas is good, and he's back. <sighs> And so is Ellie, and Ellie's in a hot young body, so it wouldn't be creepy for 45-year-old Ellie to get with, like, 18-year-old body Lucas, so they're totally going to hook up and ride off into the sunset. That'll be super cute. Oh, okay, I guess they're not going to go that route, I guess. Well, I mean, 45-year-old Ellie is still awful damn hot. And why are these people never using the music box key? Couldn't they, like, at least try it once to try to control Gabe or any of the other demons or anybody else? They never even tried that one. If I had a music box key, I would force every politician that I hate to get up and tell the truth in public about all the shady stuff that they do and lies and things. And that would be how I would save the world. So why is there a memorial for Gabe when he never was a real person and there's no body? So who would know he died or how or why or uh, does it make any sense? Where's the memorial to Javi? He freaking disappeared. And Jackie. Where's the memorial to Jackie? What does this town think is happening? The cop died. Three kids died. All these other random people died, disappeared. Like, how are they explaining all of this? Okay, I should have waited. Town mourns victims of cliffside collapse. I'm going to need to, like, find the full text of that on the internet. I know someone put it out there for us. Josh just showed up at the door, and I predict that he's the demon of the colonial guy. Eden did it. Oh, Tyler is deleting his video with Jackie because he's making the same choice she did. Okay, great scene with Tyler and Nina, and I think I get now the idea is he's going off on a trip, and he'll turn 18 while he's on the trip, and he'll just forget everything and then come back, and it'll be like none of it happened, and everybody who knew about it knows to expect him not to remember. That is really sad. Also, why would they think Aiden's not a threat? She was just at the dorms. Like, wouldn't it get around that she's, like, still at school or came back to the school? This, I don't like this plot hole. Ah, oh, some good good face acting there from Rufus when he saw his mom came back. Nina's memory is like an architectural salvage store. Eden recognized Gideon as some kind of celebrity from the demon world, and then he promptly dunked her down the well. <laughs> and the music, bring the lion out, bring the lion out. That was great. This is a great.
So that reminded me in Walking Dead, where people started to recognize Beta. I don't know. Third season's going to be pretty amazing. This was awesome. I loved this season. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. Bye. That was cool. The live Steve method is spreading. It is. It's catching on. (laughs) Steve has started a trend. That was great. Thank you, Megan, so much. That was a fun ride. Okay. Let's see what our friend Steve has to say about this week's episode. Hello, Strange Indeed. This is Steve, and this is for uh, Lock and Key, last episode of the season, Cliffhanger. Not just a movie with Sylvester Stallone and John Lithgow anymore. And she knows she doesn't look like herself, right? Well, if she didn't before, she does now. Oh, man, I guess... So he did call the police or the ambulance for Jackie. He did call it the Alpha Key. Oh, yeah, because he forgets magic, so he doesn't remember the door. Really? Do you have a human soul? You're an echo. (laughs) And there's the wings for the flight key. How did they know that this house had a vault? How did they know it had an elevator? What? Oh, good job snatching the crown off his head, but now who's going to get it? A sweet move. She knocked him down with one of the wings. Oh, this fight scene is great. It's so early, so we still got a half hour left. Man. And is Tyler going to use the alpha key as a weapon? Okay, so it seemed like he stabbed Matuko with it, and he just died. Same with this other guy. He just just stabbed him like a shiv. Oh, man. Because Duncan made the key, he can control him. Ah! Okay, another one. Duncan just just grabbed that piece of metal that was just burning with his bare hands. No. Oh, oh, that was a, a quick test with the key there. Which key is that? You called it, or whoever said, maybe the house is going to be hanging off the cliff. Tyler got her with the key. Now, remember, she is an echo. Lucas is good, and he's still young. Hopefully, he has the identity key. There's like over 20 minutes left in this episode. So what's the cliffhanger going to be? Or is there going to be a cliffhanger? A memorial outside of the door of every one of the boys because a lot of these people died, not just Gabe. That's cool. Give him the keys and give him the GTO. Oh, she's not New York key to Ibiza. She's got the Omega key and she's going to dig out the door. That is going to England. Next season, mom can be involved in the key action. So she knows the demon that possessed... Gideon? Is it the same one that was Gabe? Oh, dang. He dropped her in the well. <laughs> so now we've got to deal with whatever this big boss... I'm sure it's not Gabe. Whatever this big boss demon is that's in Gideon. Oh. And he's got the Anywhere key. Oh, we got our cliffhanger. All right. See you next season. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, that has submitted feedback all throughout um, Season 2 of Lock and Key. It's really been great uh, hearing what everyone has to say, everyone's theories and and thoughts and feelings. Um, So glad that you guys joined us for the ride. We hope that you'll also join us for Season 3 whenever it does eventually come out. Um, Okay, so we're going to jump into the comic talk section. So... If anyone doesn't want to hear uh, any possible show spoilers, if they pull something from the comics or anything about the comics, I think also Paik might talk a little bit about uh, his prediction that he mentioned earlier um, on one of our episodes, um, that he, how he thought that the season was going to end. Um, I think it's got some comic stuff in it, too. 
So just as only like the some of the most major comic spoilers. Okay. Exist, so, so okay. So yeah, but sounds Reed like and Jason wanted me to do it. So this comic mm. section, if you are wanting to avoid spoilers, definitely skip because I'm just gonna dig right in. Yeah, this is our fault. Who knows? We, we might still get it. So it, in some form, not this form, but in some. Form. Right. We might still see it in season three or any. If they continue into additional <clears throat> seasons, it could potentially happen. So it could be a spoiler. Um, so yeah. But we asked for it, so consider yourself warned. <laughs> warned. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with that being said, um, Pake, you mentioned earlier as we were talking that you were able to finish the comics in time for the finale, yes. and you did have some things mm-hmm. to say along with the prediction that you mentioned. Um, I will. I, I want to hear what you have to say. All right, yeah. So and I, we've kind of mentioned this a couple of times throughout the episode, but this episode actually kind of ends the comics. You know, where the comics ended with this final battle with Dodge that finally kills it, mm-hmm. <laughs> them, Dodge, uh, Lucas is brought back without the demon attached as an echo. Interesting. Um, which, of course, how that ends, Tyler then is able to then use the alpha key on the new echo of Dodge. That's how he kind of gets it out is because they kill Dodge. But then he brings back the Echo again with Dodge still in there and then uses the Alpha Key. So it's kind of a similar thing that way. Because mm. <clears throat> they don't have the same rules as this whole like Echo can't die thing. Okay. That's kind of mm. newer to the show. Uh, and the Alpha Key, of course, is used on several of our main, more main characters in the comics. I won't say all who. Jackie was one of them since she used and died. So Jackie dies the same way in the comics where she is infected and then has to be taken out with the alpha key, which Tyler realizes does what it does in the show here too, is it kind of kills the demon, but then the demon turns to like whispering iron form, which kills the host body. Uh, let's see. Um, so I, I, it's just, I'm interested with Gideon as like this new villain. Cause none of that is from the comics. I mean, it starts and ends with Dodge. So they can still pull some of the stories and some of the things from the comics that they haven't done yet. There's a few little things, but mm-hmm. uh, but as far as the main story point, I mean, Dodge was it. So we're kind of in uncharted territory with a new villain, and I'm interested to see how that goes. Me too. Except for one huge story point that is in this paper. So I'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> So maybe they'll go there. I don't know. It's I mentioned last week, it's really dark, but I'd love to see if they can pull it off. There'd be some really fun acting that I'd like to see if they could do. Uh, I did like the call to Duncan giving Tyler the car because in the comics, Duncan and Tyler are working on a charger, not a GTO, together in the uh-huh. books. And then after everything is wrapped with Dodge and Dodge is defeated, Duncan gives the car to Tyler as well. You know, Why do you think I've had you helping me with this car all summer? <laughs> oh, so, nice. It was really sweet. Because he didn't that. let him help him with it in the show. No. Yes. But yeah, in the comics, they're working on it yeah, together. Yeah, they're working on it together. <clears throat> then uh, um, Tyler's like, ah, oh, I would have done a better job helping you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have known it was mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of other things, you, we mentioned the echoes. So I, I added that as kind of what an echo is. And we really see, yeah, the echo is... The person after they're dead, they are brought back because at the very final, you know, the finale of the comics, Tyler goes back to the well house. How it ends is he goes back and calls in Rendell Locke, calls in his dad as an echo. 
and has a conversation with him. And his dad basically tells him like through like the spirit world, he's been watching him this whole time and how proud he is mm. of him. And I think so, that's going to happen in the show. Something like that. <clears throat> yeah. I hope so. That'd be, be nice. super cool. And then Tyler offers, he's like, well, I can, I can bring you, you know, we can, I can use any worky. We can go, you know, somewhere else. You're not using the threshold and we can, you can live your life again. You can be with mom. You can be uh-huh. there. And he's like, no, I lived my life. I did my time here. It's, it's time to move on without me. It's a sweet little bittersweet moment. Uh, there was a set photo that has been leaked and is out since they filmed season three right after this, where they had all the keys lined out in a box. And looking at that photo, there were a few keys in that box that were not seen in season two. Mm. So that, that are from the comics, keys. which mean they will show up in season three. Uh, I don't have to be specific about what they are, are or I can. It's up to I would say uh, let's not. Right, Rima? Okay. Yeah. I want to... I wanna... <laughs> People can go online and look for that. Yes. Yeah, let's save that. They want to... All right. So I guess last is just, yeah, this prediction paper, which again is going to be horribly wrong because Gabe is no longer with us. But... <laughs> <laughs> we think... We might see we some assume. form of it. Yep. So, in the comics, and here's what I wrote. I'm just going to read it. In the comics, when the locks realize that Zack is Dodge, Zack kidnaps Bodhi they were currently at Ellie's. Zach had just killed Ellie and takes him into a car using the anywhere key to go to key house. He goes through the ghost door with Bodie, tells Sam he is done with this body so Sam can have it so he can be close to Kenzie since he misses human interaction. Sam possesses the body of Zach and Dodge takes Bodie's body, leaving ghost Bodie stranded. Kenzie arrives at the key house and kills Zach, but it's actually Sam in Zach's body. Sam, uh, so Sam is dead. And then Dodge is in the form of Bodhi, and now he is hidden as they think they've killed Dodge. Oh, and Bodhi right. is actually Dodge. Forgot about that. Oh my god. That's so my show dark. theory was that Gabe was gonna take Bodhi through the ghost door, Sam takes Gabe's body, and then is killed. Dodge is now Bodhi. Uh either to hide or try to make a key. And the reason so even though Gabe is not here, maybe Kevin Durant's character ends up doing something similar. I don't know, but it is a pretty big story point that Bodhi is Dodge for like the final like two books of the comics. And it, it's a big deal because he's kind of hiding in plain sight. But then finally, when they realize it, he just gets unleashed as a seven-year-old evil demon throwing all kinds of curse words out. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, I don't know if they'll go there because it, it gets really dark, of course, with the whole with Bodhi being possessed and can he be actually saved even after they take care of Dodge? And, you know, what does that mean for Bodhi's soul? But it would be fun to see Jackson Robert Scott play a horrible evil villain and see if he can do it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I bet he could. Um, and yeah, because he's... I mean, we saw him in It. I was going to say, in creepy, It, so. he was... Yeah, he had his creepy yeah. moments in that movie, for sure. So I think he can. And it would certainly be different than, you know, because I think Bodhi is just so sweet. He's full of heart. He's sympathetic and, you know, um, and super smart. Um, yeah. So to see him kind of play in, yeah, a, but, a, in evil but I don't shit. know if would be interesting yeah because this show has tried to take you know not go as dark i mean that's the thing is, there's a lot more major characters that are taken over and then killed by the alpha key that they spared because we really like them scott being one of them i think they're keeping scott around and so i don't know if the show would want to go that dark and do that with Bodhi and his character oh, for no. I, it would be a fun to watch the actor do that but then what is that you know the what that means for the character of Bodhi in the grand scheme of things is pretty dark and pretty sad. Mm-hmm. So it's temporary, isn't it? Um, I can spoil the ending of the comic. What? So it, it isn't, it isn't, 
Bodhi does end up dying, and they have a whole funeral for him and everything, and he's dead. But then at the end, when Tyler goes back, there's a little bird that uh, finds a way to alert Tyler that Bodhi's ghost is still floating around. And then through some <laughs> magic maneuvering, they are able to bring Bodhi okay, back. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, right. yeah, but there is a whole dark, sequence though. where they are mourning the death of Bodhi for a while. Right. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Man. So I don't know if they'll go that route in the show. I kind of hope they do just because as an audience member, I would love to see Jackson spread those wings and fly in that direction as an actor. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Well, maybe for next season, we'll see how, if they, if yeah. they continue going darker, you know, this, the, the tone of the season was uh, a little darker than what the first season was. So if they continue, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might decide to, Get Maybe we'll get to by season four Squid Games. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Excellent. Uh, any other comic talk before we move that on? That is it, Jason. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Alrighty. Well, that wraps up our season two coverage of Lock and Key. Um, this has been so great to cover with you guys. So thank you both for, for joining me and uh, talking about it. I'd certainly enjoyed season two wholeheartedly. So me thank too. you guys. It's cool. Um, so yeah, that, show. that wraps that up. So next week there is not obviously going to be another episode um, of Strange Indeed for Lock and Key, at least until season three comes around. Um, but we will be continuing our coverage of Dexter New Blood, which we are currently covering uh, tomorrow. We will be recording on episode eight. Um, so we'll we'll have that, and next week we'll finish up with 9 and 10 um, going into January. So good way to bring in the new year, the final two episodes of Dexter New Blood. Um, so excited for that. Hope you guys are enjoying that and joining us for that. Um, well, we are excited for you to follow us in Key House, but until then, you can follow us on Twitter at StrangeTCast. You can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash StrangerTCast. You can email us at strangerthingscastpod at gmail.com and can also find us on the TV Time app. And you can find Strange Indeed and some other great podcasts at podcastica.com. Go out and leave a review for Strange Indeed on Apple Podcasts. Um, Speaking of great podcasts, there's a lot of great podcasts on Podcastica right now. Jason, you want to talk a little bit about those? And what's Um, going on? Yeah, House Podcastica, we're getting ready for... Cobra Kai and Boba Fett, and this I'm trying week. to bone up on all my Boba Fett right now because that's. I'm gonna watch it tonight, and I'm so excited. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's on tomorrow, or it comes out at midnight. And I think Pig's gonna stay up. Well, and- midnight for you, two a.m. for yeah. me, then I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna watch yeah, it. cool. Pig's yeah. a night owl. It's nothing for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm young. watching all the. Um, I didn't watch all the Bad Batch. You know that show, Bad Batch? It's a mm-hmm. continuation of the Clone Wars, but Fennec Shand is in it. He's uh, Boba Fett's partner, played by, uh, what's that woman's name who is an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Total badass. A- played Melinda May. Anyway, she's, um, <clears throat> so I want to catch up on what happened with this character because she was introduced, mm-hmm. her origin in the Bad Batch and everything. But um, anyway, so Boba Fett and then, yeah, Cobra Kai is coming out soon after that. So I'm really excited about that. We're having a great time covering Yellow Jackets on House Podcastica. And I swear, if you're into Dexter, 
you should watch it because it's got it's dark but got that funny black humor to it i think you're gonna love it and they i read that they they specifically put it on after dexter because they knew that the dexter audience would probably like yellow jackets totally yeah if you like one you'll like the other i think yeah Yeah. i confirm that is true as i love both Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely and i think that's it they're they're wrapping up uh, wheel of time this week that show had its last episode uh for the season so it feels like that went by fast and then um eight episodes yeah for uh walking dead cast i mentioned this last time but karen and i covered krampus and then uh there's going to be a women of podcastica episode coming up in a week and a half or two and uh yeah that's what's going on a lot of stuff going on um thank you um Pake, what about you and Daphne at Run For Your Lives? What have you guys got going on this week? Yeah, this week on Run For Your Lives, I guess this is the final episode of the year, isn't it? I'm trying to think. I think so, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's, yeah, because this Friday it'll be out, and then the next it'll be into January after that. So, yeah, we're ending 2021 with a bang. Lots of little red and green bangs everywhere. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be absolute pandemonium. Uh-oh. As we are bringing on our good friend Jerry Gomez. Awesome. And me and him will torture Daphne for an hour with all of the puns that we possibly can pull out. Oh all of boy. that punishment. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> as we cover Mars Attacks, the Tim Burton bonkers film. Uh, <laughs> that one is it's different. got a star cadet spe- uh, mm-hmm. studded cast, and it's just, oh, it's insane. It is. But, <laughs> I don't think I ever movie. saw that. I gotta watch that. It's not good, but it's also so not good that it's incredible. Um, <laughs> I remember the Martians looked really cool and weird mm-hmm. with their bug buggy eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's a blast. So if you want to hear me and Jerry drive Daphne crazy with as many jokes and puns <laughs> as we can make while covering this show, then it's a fun listen. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Great. Thanks for the updates, guys. all right that's our show thanks so much for listening everybody until next time i'm rima i'm jason i'm babe and rodney milton is strange indeed at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.